Welcome to Steel City Church. We are all about connecting people to a loving God by sharing life together as we love Jesus and love all. We hope with this message you will have a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he did for you on the cross as we dig deeper into his word. Enjoy today's message. Today, we are going to be talking about giving, give to God. He gave everything for you. Amen? Listen to this verse from Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Isn't that fantastic? Another portion of scripture says every good and perfect gift is given from above, is given from the Lord. He doesn't change. He doesn't have attitudes like we do, right? Where uh, somebody looks at us nasty and we're like, well, I'm not going to respond to that person with kindness and love anymore. How dare that person look at me like that? Man, can you imagine if we served a God like that? I don't think we'd be here right now. Amen? God, God loves us through our attitudes. God loves us through our unforgiveness. God loves us through our bitterness. God loves us through our joys and our happiness. God, God loves us, and he graciously wants to give us all things. This is a great, great, wonderful verse, and it comes through our salvation in Christ and the victory that comes through Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, his ascension into heaven, his glorification, his sending of the Holy Spirit that now dwells within us. And the spirit of the living God, guys, is that down payment, that deposit that guarantees us our relationship with God. His spirit communes with our spirit, the Bible says, and he tells us that we are his children. As you were worshiping here this morning, did you feel the woo and the call of our heavenly father that he loves you? That you are no longer orphans, amen? You're no longer abandoned. You're no longer neglected. You're in the family of God, and God loves you. You belong to God. And now we have free access into his very presence because of what Christ has done. What a glorious God we serve. God gave us everything, didn't he? There's a verse you might know that goes a little like this. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved, so loved the world, that he would give his son to die a brutal and cruel death, to be separated from him because of sin. Jesus bore our sin on the cross. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. God knew that he'd have to turn his back on his son when Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He did all of this, guys, because he loves us and he wants an intimate, intricate relationship with us. Isn't that awesome? So we, uh, we serve a great and wonderful and mighty God. Have you ever had uh, in your life in your memory banks, an instance where you exhibited sheer and unadulterated selfishness. Do we all have that? Do we all have that? 
Maybe you're clicking through your data banks and a video's running right here, right now. Man, we shock ourselves sometimes, don't we? With the selfishness that we have within us. I remember I was uh, working with, uh, with a kid doing landscaping, and uh, we had a lot of houses we were doing, and he, uh, he was taking care of all the money and everything, and we did this house, and we were working. You know, raking leaves, guys, that really stinks. You know what I mean? And I don't even know if we had blowers back then. I mean, all we used was rakes. We just raking and raking and raking. And uh, he came back to me and said, Dan, I got to get some money back from you because I um, overcharged. And you know what I said? No. Uh, you're not taking the money that you gave me when I sweated not great drops of blood, no. I, it was blood, sweat, and tears on this, on, this, on this lawn that I gave. And I said, no. And he got mad at me. And I said, no, man, that's my money. And you know what? I walked, at that time, I, had, I, I was a believer. I was a Christian. I walked away, and the heaviness of shame and guilt came down on me. I was like, wow, we have such selfishness in us. Isn't it true? What helps us in our selfishness today is the fact that God gave everything. Let's get down to brass tacks. You wouldn't be here right now but for God. Amen? Amen. God gives you the breath in your lungs. Every gift that you have, every blessing that you have, every material uh, element that you have in your life, everything that you have is because of God. Yeah, we work. Yeah, we strive. Yeah, we go to school and we do the things that God allows us to do. But basically, everything that we have belongs to God. And God is desiring that we give back to God in a wonderful and beautiful way. Listen to this verse in Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Acts chapter 20 and verse 35. I just said to staff, staff this morning, I got to get new glasses. And man, is it true. You know, when you got to like view right on the bottom frame just to see things, it's not good. In all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Do you know that there are more verses on money than there are verses on prayer and faith combined in Scripture. Isn't that something? Now, you wouldn't think that, would you? When you're talking about prayer, you're talking about faith, you would think those verses would be, be a lot. The topic of money is the main subject of nearly half the parables in the Bible, money. Out of every seven verses in the New Testament, it deals with the topic of money. Bible verses on money beat out Bible verses on prayer combined. There are over 2,000 verses of money on money in Scripture, 500 verses on prayer, about 500 verses on prayer, and fewer than 500 on faith. And I guess that's why Jesus said, you can't serve God and money. Money is an amazing thing. It shows us where our heart is. Isn't it true? 
If you calculate what you're spending money on right now, but Jesus said it, where your, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, right? What we spend all of our money on, what we spend our time on, what we spend our, our thoughts on, that's our treasure, man. And where our treasure is, that's where our heart is going to be. But God is talking to us today in this new venture of Steel City Church to get our hearts and minds on the things that God desires and his purposes. Amen. What he wants, what his desires are, what the kingdom of God uh, is, is, is telling us to do according to the word of God. Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Let's uh, flip over to Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. And we're going to look at verses 8 to 11. Malachi chapter 3, 8 to 11. Here it is. Starts out with this great verse. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. Hmm. From the days of your fathers, you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In your tithes and contributions. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven for you, and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil. Your vine in the fields shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed. For you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. See, the Lord um, is concerned about our heart, right? He's not concerned about our lips, Jesus talked about those that served him with their lips, but their hearts were far from them. We can say a lot of things, don't we? We say a lot of things we don't mean just to get by, right? Maybe to say uh, something so someone, uh, you know, views something that we want them to understand about us. We say things with our lips, but do we really, really mean it? And God wants to get us down to a place where uh, on a daily basis, everything of our heart is revealed. Money is a big, big thing. Money is huge. Let's flip over to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. See how quiet it is when you talk about money? How many of you are like, man, you better shut up right now, man, talking about money? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 to 14. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you. Here it is, so that having all sufficiency in all things and at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. 
For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgiving to God. By their approval of this service, they will glorify God because of your submission, flowing from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. You see how here how money has to deal money has to deal with our relationship with God and of his revelation of his righteousness in us as we offer the the hidden places of our heart with money. It's not just money, it's giving of your time, it's giving of your energy. It's doing things that you don't want to do, right? Much, uh, much of that is giving because we realize that he gave so much that we, we want to give. So Still City Church is in the practice of giving. We give a lot of money away. We give a lot of food away. We give, we give, we give, and we give, and that's why God is blessing us, people. Do you know that uh, there are several churches that have shut down during this COVID time? There are several churches that have halted their ministries because of lack of funds. There are a lot of churches that are down 75% of their giving because of what's going on in, in this day and age. Our church has been strong in giving. Our church has been strong in serving. Our church has been strong in sacrificial giving. But you know what? God wants us to give more. We want to have an open hand that whenever God says for us to give, we give. You know, as a pastor, when it comes to Nepal, I was saying to myself, what are we, stupid? We're giving $500 away a month, and we got a building thing we got to take care of, right? And then I thought of all the scripture verses about what Jesus said, that it's blessed to give, it's blessed, more blessed to receive, more blessed to give than receive. Give and it shall be given unto you. Amen? So we are, we are a church that is always going to give because God is always going to supply. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Isn't that awesome? So in closing, guys, I want you to, I want you to think about your heart. Okay. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I want you to think about your heart. The Bible in other scriptures says, uh, if somebody asks you for something, give it. If somebody wants to, to take something from you, give it. When you give money, don't charge interest. And if they don't give it back, then they don't give it back. Isn't that, isn't that such freedom? Because you know when you give it away that God is going to supply all your need. We can tell stories, guys, of here of giving in time of sacrifice, in time of lack, and God always coming through and blessing us. Remember that story about the religious leader that comes in with trumpets and uh, all the coins that he had, and he threw it in the bucket, a wooden, wooden thing, and it just rang out, man, and everybody just went... Whoa, he's giving a lot of money. And then there was a widow that came up, and she gave the equivalent, basically, of one cent, and she dropped it in the bucket. And Jesus said to his disciples, now you see that lady? She gave more 
than all of these people in this joint because she gave out of her need. She gave out, gave out of her lack, and she gave it to God. And that's something. So, guys, let's continue our giving. Talk to God about tithing. Tithing's in the Old Testament. Tithing is in the New Testament. Jesus said um, to the Pharisees, yeah, you tithe, but man, you're missing out on all the other commandments and all the other things that you have to live your life for God. If everything is God's, then giving 10% back to God, I'd call that a deal. Isn't, isn't that a deal? Everything that we have is God's. We give 10, 10% back to God. And that's a start for me and my, my house. That's a start. And then we give offerings, and we give to needs, and we give to other things that God calls us to. But the tie, the 10%, I write that, we, we do that, we write that check, we give online, whatever it is, we give that every week. And then when God calls us to give something more, we do it. Like I said before, you've probably given, when you were crying out to God, it was the last thing you wanted to do because you knew that this was the end. You might have felt like that, that widow with the two mites throwing it in the jug. But God always supplies, friends. He's known as Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And out of the riches of Christ Jesus, he supplies for us in all things that you may prosper as your soul prospers. Amen? So we're believing God for um, increase. We're believing God for abundance. We're believing God that we'll have opportunities to give everything away. And as we give everything away, he'll supply all of our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. I want you to think about how you view money. Is it your God? Are you holding on it deeply? Open your hand and say, God, however you want to use me, use my money, use my life. I'm willing and able and ready to give it all away. Amen. God, we love you today. We thank you for this wonderful blessing of the fact that you're, in, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're always and you will always give. You always give to us, Lord. We thank you for your giving. We thank you, Lord, that we were made in the image and the character, the nature, the likeness of Christ, Lord. We pray that we would live out that aspect of your character and nature that you're a giving God, that you're a God that pours out, that you're a God that, that never thinks of yourself. You're always blessing. You're always giving. You're always serving, Lord. So we pray that we would have these thoughts in our hearts and in our minds, and that if anybody asks us for something, that we'll be able to say, I'd love to give it. Lord, bless us with abundance and increase so that we could use it for your glory and honor, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you want to join us in person on Sunday morning, we'll be meeting at the Matthew Glab Post, 1965 Abbott Road, Lackawanna, New York. Or you can watch our live stream on Facebook at 10 a.m. If you have any questions or would like to get involved, you can contact us at info at steelcitychurchla.com or fill out an online connection card on Facebook. See you next time.